Okay, what's up? Here we go. It's the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, your host, my co-host as always, Ben H., Mr. Real Estate, sitting next to me. So today on the Man Fuse Podcast, we're going to go through some news clips like the CDC raising some alarms over a fungus that has a 30 to 60% death rate. Not exactly the same fungus like cordyceps that's featured in the show The Last of Us, but deadly nonetheless. Puts the whole thing into perspective. And we're going to talk about Trump. Some are predicting that if he gets arrested for the Stormy Daniels payoff. Some are saying he's for sure going to win the election in 2024, but I'm not really sure I believe that. And the CEO of TikTok on Capitol Hill. I think we all know these politicians that were grilling him are a bunch of fucking idiots. Nonetheless, they have pretty good reason not to trust China. But first, The Last of Us is based on a video game. Okay. Obviously, the name right there, The Last of Us. Right. Meaning there's some apocalyptic event that happens where there's only a few people left on Earth. So, opening scene. And that's your biggest worry? Yes, any kind of virus, but most probably something similar to influenza. Because of air travel? Through the air. Coughing. Uh, I'm sorry, I meant people on planes. Uh, That was something you described in your book. Yes, a new virus in Madagascar, say, could be in Chicago within a matter of weeks, and we end up with a global pandemic. Pan meaning all, the whole world becomes sick all at once. Hmm. Mm. And uh, Dr. Newman, you're also an epidemiologist. I presume the prospect of a viral pandemic keeps you up at night as well. No. No? No. All right, well, that's our show. (laughs) No, mankind has been at war with the virus from the start. Sometimes millions of people die as in an actual war, but in the end, we always win. Uh, But uh, just to be clear, you, you do think microorganisms pose a threat? Oh, in the most dire terms. Bacteria? No. You like saying no? Yes. (laughs) Not bacteria, not viruses, so... Fungus. Yes, that's the usual response. Fungi seem harmless enough. Many species know otherwise, because there are some fungi who seek not to kill, but to control. Let me ask you, where do we get LSD from? Where do you get it from? (laughs) It comes from ergot, a fungus. Psilocybin? Also a fungus. Viruses can make us ill, but fungi can alter our very minds. There's a fungus that infects insects, gets inside an ant, for example, travels through its circulatory system to the ant's brain and then floods it with hallucinogens, thus bending the ant's mind to its will. Fungus starts to direct the ant's behavior, telling it where to go, what to do, like a puppeteer with a marionette. And it gets worse. The fungus needs food to live, so it begins to devour its host from within, replacing the ant's flesh with its own. But it doesn't let its victim die, no. It it keeps its puppet alive by preventing decomposition. How? Where do we get penicillin from? Fungus. (laughs) Dr. Schoenheist, you're in distress. Fungal infection of this kind is real, but not in humans. True, fungi cannot survive if its host's internal temperature is over 94 degrees. And currently, there are no reasons for fungi to evolve to be able to withstand higher temperatures. But what if that were to change? What if, for instance, the world were to get slightly warmer? Well, now, there is reason to evolve. One gene mutates, and an ascomycetia, candida, ergot, cordyceps, aspergillus, any one of them could become capable of burrowing into our brains and taking control, not of millions of us, but billions of us. Billions of puppets with poisoned minds, permanently fixed on one unifying goal. 
to spread the infection to every last human alive by any means necessary. And there are no treatments for this, no preventatives, no cures. They don't exist. It's not even possible to make them. So if that happens, we lose. That was crazy. So that shit's real. Cordyceps, there is a fungus that is in our grass right now. Right. It's just never mutated over to a human being. Yeah. So in this show, and without spoiling anything... Do people get taken advantage of by mushrooms? No, it's crazy because global warming... Right. This was in the 80s, yeah. present day, where are we at? Right. Temperatures are rising. This virus, the, what he just talked about, ends up happening, which creates these... It's like a zombie, wow. basically, that are all interwoven... They become zombies, essentially. Wow. They could be laying dormant, sleeping, and you step on, like, the vein of a mushroom, and it wakens them up. Yesterday, I'm on the um, internet, and I'm looking. It's called Candida auris, and it's been around for years, but the problem is it's growing and spreading. And over the last three years, over the course of the pandemic, it's tripled to expected 2,500 cases in 2022. Here's the problem. It's increasing drug resistance. As you just said, it spreads in hospitals and nursing homes, but if you're immunocompromised or you're in that hospital for a chronic illness or an acute illness, it can get you pretty sick. And if it gets you sick, it's got a 30 to 60% death rate, which is, which is what's really concerning. And again, growing drug resistance has what's put the CDC on, on guard here and on alarm. And we have new antifungal treatments happening, Sandra, but they're only in the pipeline. Now, I wanna say one thing reassuring. It does not do well with warm-blooded creatures like humans. Fungi do extremely well with cold-blooded creatures. That's why you see that, that, ant, that ant disease, the zombie ant fungi spreading, and they, they talked about that in The Last of Us on HBO yesterday. Max. Huge wow. response to that, but that is not going to get humans unless it mutates. This will be controlled by our immune system, by us being warm-blooded, because again, fungi like cold-blooded, and by emerging treatments. However, mutations worry me, and also what is being done in the lab worries me. So, I, I know a few people who might qualify as cold-blooded individuals, Doc, but uh, you say that this has got a 30 to 60% death rate if you get it. If you get it, how do you treat it if it's that drug-resistant? Well, that's a really good point, John, and, and it's immunocompromised that I'm worried about. There is a drug called the canocandins that work most of the time. That's our stalwart. That's our gu guide. That's the best treatment. But that's showing a drug resistance in now 5 to 15 percent of cases. That's the one I have my eye on. But it's multiple resistance. We got a lot of antifungal drugs, but this mm -hmm. one is a growing resistance. This is why CDC is setting off the alarm. One more thing. CDC also concerned about the fact that it's misdiagnosed all the time. We're not used to fungi spreading. We're not used to yeast spreading. And there's yeast a lot of places, but this has to be looked at very carefully. And we're missing a lot of these diagnoses in hospitals because, again, the hospital's geared up towards a super attention to COVID and missed a lot of these other emerging infections. While we have COVID to worry about, there could be something even more extreme on the horizon. Trump, he's about to get arrested. Or so he said. He made the announcement that he was going to get arrested, right? Yeah, so he came out He came out on, on his own platform and said that he was going to get arrested on Tuesday. And then the um, 
Manhattan Southern District uh, Attorney General confirmed that they were looking to press charges and have him indicted for a hush money payment to, to Stormy star. Daniels back in the day. This is a case that's been looked at like five times. This was when he was running for president, right, right. before the election, actually. Right. And somebody released this whole thing right in just yeah. in time for the election, right? It, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it was it was Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohn, who flipped on Trump and actually had gotten thrown into jail. Yeah, um, who and became a witness, correct? Became a witness and who was actually, he went to jail for perjury, for lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he was an unreliable witness, basically, from that perspective. The guy who worked with Michael Cohen in a former case as an attorney came forward and brought forward documentation which disproved the case that, that the, the Manhattan DA was filing on Trump. So the whole thing blew up in their face when they tried to do it. It's just funny. But is he going to get arrested, most likely? And why have people been saying, if he gets arrested, he's definitely winning the election? Well, in that particular case, it was because it, the case itself was such a weak approach. It was such a weak approach. I mean, when you talk about arresting a former president of the United States, you can go back on presidents of the United States and arrest them for crimes. Like, president of the United States not supposed to be charged. You're not supposed to be able to charge a president of the United States. You can charge them with war crimes. You can charge them with sometimes they have to decide which decision is least bad. Right. Knowing that their their decision. But he's not president anymore. It doesn't matter. No former president has been. Never happened before. Even Nixon resigned before anything like. Yeah, you don't arrest a former president of the United States, especially on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Any of them could be arrested for a multitude of things. Of course. And moving forward into I the future. I never had sex with that woman. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Bill Clinton paid like 850000 hush money payment. Oh, yeah. He never got arrested for that. No. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to talk about, like, all the insider trading. I mean, all the crazy things that ha- I mean, it's just funny because they're obviously trying to go after him to keep him off the ballot. There's never been anyone that's been looked at under a finer microscope. They have subpoenaed and received his taxes, and they have gone through his taxes at the highest levels of an acting U.S. And they found nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. They've gone through his house. They raided his house. Well, they found documents. He's a president of the United States. He's got documents. It's the but, commander but, in chief. You don't just like go home and like, all right, guess it's just but, back to my normal but, life. But I mean, there are reports in these reports that the archives, people who handle these documents, had reached out multiple times asking for him back, but he refused to give it to him back. Nobody knows. But all Biden knows. has had documents but, found. Dude, everybody in like, does. I mean, every president has documents. Didn't I mean, Pence have documents? Of too? course. Like everybody has documents. You know what I'm saying? Oh, You're yeah. the president of the damn United States. You know? I don't remember where I put all those documents. <laughs> no, I mean, he had them in a locked up safe room. Yeah. They were all locked up. Well, they were secured. I mean, Biden's like, were in his garage. But they trashed and... his house. They trashed Mar-a-Lago, dude. They trashed his son's room, his closet, his, you know, his bedroom and shit. They like trash his house, searching through it like he was a fucking coke dealer or something. President of the United States. That's pretty serious. Do you think they treated Biden's Corvette in his garage the same? (laughs) 
That's, when they when they uncovered that whole thing was so weird. I'd love it because, I mean, they just they they pull such stupid shit sometimes, you know, and I just love it to see it blow up in their face to be honest with so, you. So so but now I heard that his current attorney might be subpoenaed to testify about the documents that, you know, did he know he had them and wasn't giving them to him? Did the attorney know that Trump knew he had them? And they're like trying to go after the correspondence. It's so stupid. Them. It's irrelevant. A president can declassify documents. They're the only ones with the power to declassify documents. And can you just go, these are declassified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. President of the United States, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I forgot, but these are declassified. I already declassified those. And the DA in Manhattan is getting looked at now, too. Yeah, I heard that also. He's getting looked at because they're like, hey, you can't harass a former president of the United States on some bullshit. Like, even one of the jurors came forward and said, this guy absolutely knows he has nothing. He's trying to, he's trying to, um, he's trying to arrest former president of the United States on bullshit charges it was a wild week if you have been in the trenches ben um you didn't see the full-on display of the american idiots in congress yesterday no completely attacking the ceo of tiktok there is such a clear agenda you have bipartisan support to cancel tiktok Wow. They want it banned. Dang. And they had the CEO who doesn't take interviews. Right. At barely at all. Yeah. On Capitol Hill. And they disrespected this motherfucker. Really? Ten times over. Wow. And I have audio. And we're going to play it. I want you to listen. And some of the questions were so fucking stupid. They weren't interested in anything this motherfucker had to say. Yeah. Nothing. They just wanted to bully him. Yeah. And try to get him to make mistakes. Lawmakers grilling the CEO of TikTok today, accusing the social media company of spying on Americans for China. TikTok surveils us all, and the Chinese Communist Party is able to use this as a tool to manipulate America as a whole. Your platform should be banned. I expect today you'll say anything to avoid this outcome. The CEO, Sho Chu, rejecting claims that Beijing has any control over TikTok through its Chinese parent company, ByteDance, and insisting that Americans' data is now largely stored on U.S. soil. Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to U.S. data? Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex uh, topic. Today, all data is stored by default. It's not that complex. Yes or no, do they have access to user data? We have, after Project Texas is done, the answer is no. Project Texas is TikTok's name for its ongoing effort to move all U.S. data onto servers hosted by the American company Oracle, which is based in Texas. That defense, however, falling on deaf ears. I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. They have never asked us. We have not provided. I find that actually preposterous. I don't believe that it is technically possible to accomplish what TikTok says it will accomplish through Project Texas. Lawmakers provided no evidence that the Chinese government has used the app to surveil Americans, but they repeatedly pointed to an episode from last year when four TikTok employees, including two based in China, were fired after improperly accessing journalist data. We do not condone the effort by certain former employees to access U.S. uh, TikTok user data in an attempt to identify the source of leaked confidential information. Even so, governments around the world are moving to ban the app, including the Biden administration, which now prohibits TikTok on federal devices. Here's the deal. TikTok is pounding all competition. 
the revenue that they are generating through advertising yeah. is blowing Facebook, Instagram, Everything. Twitter out of the water. It's yeah. not even fucking close. Right. When do you have bipartisan support for something on both sides? Rarely. Right. So they're not interested in anything right. these people have to say. No. They're getting... It's the lobbyists. Facebook and Instagram and all these other companies are supporting these lobbyists because they can't even compete with the revenue that TikTok is making in China. Yeah. And that revenue, they want it. That's why there's the push to sell it. Yeah. That's why there's the- And the Texas thing? Yeah. Oracle? Well, yeah, they're trying to move the data. But I mean, would that really be secure? If China wanted- just because the uh, they would still have ByteDance would still have access to the servers right. over here, even right. though the data is being housed here. But dude, it is so. It had um, one congressman was asking if uh, if they if they could control someone's Wi-Fi at their house, and, and the and the CEO's like, "What are you even asking me? I can't control the Wi-Fi." Uh, at somebody's house. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, and I don't know. I mean, so, like, what do you think about... Well... Now, now, hold on one second. Before you answer that, TikTok is definitely an addicting product. The teenagers, adults get sucked into that shit. Is it great for our kids? No, probably not. Right? No. Um, but at the same time, what are you going to do? What do you think the younger generation is going to do if you ban an app that 150 million people love? What are voters going to say about that? Like, you know, yeah. there's a lot of young folks that really are into TikTok. Well, the danger of TikTok is, um, I, I mean, I love TikTok. You know, I think it's awesome. I think it's better than the other social media apps. Um, but there has been scrutiny around their user agreement and the types of things, the types of data that they're collecting off of your device. Um, basically, like anything on your device, all of your passwords, all of your accounts, all of your information, all, like ba like there's, they say that it can, basically go into all of your shit and get all of your information. You know what I'm saying? And it's saying that you agree to that in the user agreement. Um, and so I think that's kind of the part that is because dude, the thing is, is that you, you know, there's not Chinese people are great people, but the Chinese communist party wants control of the world. Oh yeah. They want to run the world, one world government. Actually, I was talking to a senator today from our district, and he was telling me that they are trying to push a bill through that prohibits the Chinese Communist Party specifically from owning or buying agricultural land in Georgia, in the state of Georgia. Yeah. The Chinese Communist Party currently owns 2 million acres in the United States, including agricultural land. Um, land next to military bases. I mean, they're very aggressively pursuing control of America from an agricultural perspective, 
from a technological perspective. They want to control your energy. They want to control your technology. They want to control the agriculture. And, you know, they're playing, they're playing chess. We're playing checkers. They're playing a 50-year game, a 100-year game. They're playing a 100-year game that started in 1950. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what is the U.S. playing? A shitty game of checkers. Checkers, yeah. Well, does China, do they let us, do they let our government own land in China? I don't I don't even know. I don't even want to own land in China. No, you but the government, but is our yeah. government, our companies are not able to go over there and really establish a right. business. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like. There's like they would tax. And so that's that's what this guy's on the chopping block for. And that's why they want TikTok on the chopping block, because like um, Joe Rogan said on his podcast, he said, this is from TikTok's privacy policy. We collect certain information about the device you use to access the platform, such as your IP address, user region, mobile carrier, time zone, identifiers for advertising purpose, the model of your device the device system, the network type, and it just goes on. So, you know, that's the that's the problem is the privacy issue. And people are worried that the that TikTok is actually a tool of the Chinese Communist Party to capture all of the data and information of the consumer population of the united states to which they are already manufacturing products right well facebook you know? and tick they all have similar user agreements though they're all collecting primarily the same data yes but they're american companies so right. that's that's the difference you know um that's that's the difference and and not not only are they american companies this one is owned by the chinese communist party which specifically is now we have yeah, a symbiotic but, relationship with China. But wait, hold on. No, ByteDance owns that. I don't think that's owned by the the actual Chinese party, though. I I think well, now, the now they, country is a communist country. So right. if you're going to be successful in a communist country, you're going to do what they you say. are owned by the government. You're going to do what they say. They, they, they can say. call it whatever the fuck they want to call whatever they want to call whatever. You know, I mean, like right. It well, is whatever they. I mean. It's a communist nation. They'll take it all away. Yeah, they own it. Right. You just run it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're allowed by our good yeah. graces at this moment. That's right. You just get to do this. It's fucking yeah. Well, and so and so that's the fear is specifically it's China who's you know currently manufacturing most of the things that we use in the United States. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's unfortunate. And I think that there's I think that there's a big push to make things in the United States. I hope we can do that. Although I heard that in Michigan they paid China seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars to come and set up a uh, an auto manufacturing facility next to GM, Ford, all those companies. And they're gonna be Chinese non-citizens working there. There's been 900 military-aged males caught recently crossing the border, the southern border. So there's an idea that we're being infiltrated there as well. And they're throwing up these spy balloons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're sending spy balloons out, getting shot down. Well, could be a that could be a distraction to a bigger issue. If you listen to Daniel Bland, you know, the balloon itself was carrying a satellite and it was yeah I it was saw a satellite it. 
And Daniel Bland says that satellites are carried by balloons. So it could be that you just had a faulty satellite balloon that they were like, don't shoot it down. It's a perfectly good satellite. Like, we got to send it back up, you know. But then this whole media thing got spun that it was the Chinese spy balloon to scare the shit out of everybody. Right. Hide the fact that there's a satellite on a balloon. Well, they, I think they did come out. China, you know? China did come out and say that I think they claimed that it was a weather balloon. Oh, I, I don't know if that yeah. was the media reporting that or if there was any actual validity to that subject. Meaning a, a weather satellite could have been a weather balloon. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm over all this shit. I don't either. But I thought the people on Capitol Hill looked like a bunch of assholes. They're so up in arms about China. They're a threat. They're meeting with Russia. Xi Jinping meeting with Vladimir Putin. Right. What are they talking about? They're getting rid of the petrol dollar and they're going to the uh, petrol yen. They're trying to make an alliance to move off of the U.S. dollar as the currency with which they trade among themselves. The U.S. dollar is currently the global reserve currency. And Russia and China and Latin America are actually trying to join forces and do another currency. They call it BRIC. Will that hurt us in some capacity? The dollar would become worth much less. The currency itself. When the currency goes down in value, yeah. everything gets more expensive. That's part of what you see happening already. But as the United States... They just haven't been doing a great job lately with international relations and everything. You know, these other countries are just doing whatever the fuck they want. You know, this whole Ukraine thing, the situation in Taiwan right now, I heard U.S. troops have gotten sent to Taiwan, which if China takes Taiwan, we're going to have a, a big problem. Then we'll be in a kinetic war with China if that happens. If they go after Taiwan, yeah. which is which is technically they consider it China. Well, we don't recognize it. We recognize them as their own, but China sees them as part of their land. It's like Puerto Rico, except Puerto Rico a hundred years ago was like, we're our own country now. We don't, we're doing our own thing. As of right now, the Chinese, they don't really control Taiwan at all. At all. It's its own country. It's its own thing. They make all the microchips in the yeah. world. It would be easy for them to take it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You look at all of the events throughout the world, throughout time, and sometimes I look at it and I'm like, the shit just feels manufactured, like 9-11. It just doesn't feel right. Pretty scary to me because, you know, you hear all these rumors and you see the pandemic, you see what, the, what happened with that, and then all they're talking about is nuclear war this, nuclear war that. Like back in the day when the, the Cuban nuclear crisis, the Cold War, it's just interesting, man. It's really interesting. You know, I hope the best for everybody, really. It's a weird world right now. It really is. You know, the banking situation is is, is also still very interesting. It's a, and it's not, who knows Keeping where, an eye on that. Who, who knows where this is going to develop next. Right. Or what's going to develop from that next. Well, it ought to be good for real estate yeah. until it's not. Hey, that's going to wrap it up. This is the Manfuse podcast. Share the show. You can join the show by hitting us up at manfuse.com or you can text or leave a voicemail at 770-744-5227. We'll talk to you soon.